Hey everybody, it's Tara Bryan and you are listening to Course Building Secrets Podcast. Whether you're a coach or a CEO, the success of your team and clients is based on your ability to deliver a consistent experience and guide them on the fastest path to results. This podcast will give you practical, real-life tips that you can use today to build your online experiences that get results and create raving fans. Why? So you can monetize your expertise and serve more people without adding more time or team to your business. If you're looking to uncover your million-dollar framework, package it and use it to scale, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode on the Course Building Secrets podcast. I am so happy to introduce you today to Diane Ralstein, and she is going to tell us about her journey to success and what she has been up to in terms of all the things, uh, course, content, program, and book creation. So welcome, Diane. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey, and and sort of what brings you here today. Well, first of all, I love your energy. That's that's what's going to keep me here. We'll say that. <laughs> so hello, hello. Um, I'm Diane Rolston. I it's funny, you know, when I started as a when I was really young, um, my teachers started putting me beside the struggling kid, the bullied kid, the ESL kid, the kid who just wasn't quite getting things in class. And I at some points I felt that that was a bit of a burden, but I also kind of enjoyed it. Um, it helped me to, to really hone my ability to teach people in a different way or to motivate them. But when, when you're growing up, it's like, what kind of job is that person? Mm-hmm. It's a teacher. That's about it. Mm-hmm. And so when I grew up, I was like, I want to be the teacher or I want to be like Diane Sawyer and be on TV. But again, I was like, well, what's a job for both of those? Nothing. So fast forward uh, in university, I did both actually. I did MIT and English because I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I still couldn't quite find the fit for me. And over time, over time, over time, I eventually got into a job that was killing my energy. Mm. And maybe if you felt that before, and I was like, something is wrong. And I'd come home at night and drink wine and eat nachos. And it was just not a healthy pattern. And I, ended up hiring a coach and asking her like, what is going on? Is this just what turning 30 looks like? And should should I change everything? And what I realized was I wasn't in the right profession. And I also wasn't in a place that was honoring my values. Mm. And so a little while into it, I said, you know, I think I want to be a coach. And she was like, finally, (laughs) finally. And I, I was like, why? And she goes, I knew it all along. I could see that in you. And so what a gift when other people can see things in you. My teachers saw things in me. Uh, My coaches for sports, I was always the captain of the team. They saw things in me. And so it put me in this like leader position of speaking, coaching, and having programs and doing books and a podcast and such. But over time, I was just a bit too busy. And maybe you felt that way too. And that's also why you do what you do is is to help people be less busy in the one-on-one area. So I thought, man, I, I'm, I'm smart, but I'm not figuring this out. Mm-hmm. And so I, I hired a business consultant, someone to really take my business to that next level and help me to not just be balanced and fulfilled, but to really move my business forward. 
And what I learned in that area was I really needed to have the right business foundations to run a business. And so that's where I was actually able to start to soar because I was able to do put systems in place, processes and things that would, and different product offerings that didn't involve me mm-hmm. and that were automated so that I could really reach that next level without it just having to be me, right? Hiring a team as well. And so that's kind of where I am today. I've got um, a team of two that work for me consistently. I have other people that I bring in, um, but I'm just truly, feel truly blessed to be able to, to, to be like that little kid walking alongside people, uh, still helping them to boost their confidence, to be able to you know, build out whatever they need to build out in their, in their businesses and teach them in a different way or inspire them. Uh, so it's, I don't want to be cliche and be like living the dream. Um, but it but kind of living the dream, <laughs> but it kind of, well, yeah, it kind of feels that way. I, and I don't want to sugarcoat it at all. My goodness. I've so had so many major blows through the years. Plus I actually left that company I was working for on a mat leave and I was um, certified as a coach three weeks before. Mm. So I basically birthed a business and had my babies <laughs> like during the past decade as I've built the business, mm-hmm. which it just takes a whole nother level of patience and time management. Right, right. Okay, yeah. I love this. So, so you just like, you've just given me so many questions Good. to ask you, which is phenomenal. Good. Okay. So, and, and I have to tell you that our story is actually somewhat similar. So I'll unpack that a little bit um, based on what you said, because um, cool. it, it's, it's actually kind of fun. Uh, I, and I didn't know that. So, um, so first of all, help our audience like understand. So you, you people recognized, because you say like your passion is in developing people, right? So like people recognize that your teachers recognize that early, Yes. You, you had this sort of like, I want to be a teacher because I want to help people, but that wasn't exactly right, which is actually yeah. similar to my story, which I'll tell you in a minute. Cause it's kind of fun. Um, so you kind of knew you had that, but you had this sort of other calling that was happening as well. So for uh, my audience, a lot of times they're experts and, and they are really good at what they do. They really have sort of that thing that people have recognized in them. Yeah but they don't know how to go from that to actually creating a business or packaging their expertise into something that can be scalable as a business. Talk to me a little bit about like, how did you go through that process? Like, how did you go from, well, I think I can do this to having the job in that, that it wasn't fulfilling to, well, I'm just going to go ahead and start a business and do this on my own and, and go from there. Yeah. It did feel a bit ballsy. (laughs) especially because it was, it was like a Tuesday when my coach told me the program's name, I called the school. They said, uh, our next program, you know, starts in three months. I said, I don't know. I want to do earlier. They said, well, we have a spot left to start on Friday. I said, count me in, but I had to call in sick because I wasn't allowed any time off. So it was, yeah, it it was just to follow, follow where the resonance is. So that's where the energy is. That's where the pull is. I knew, yeah, like you said, I always knew that there was something missing. Being a teacher is a really great profession, but it wasn't, wasn't for me. It's kind of like, I love chocolate chip ice cream. If someone gave me vanilla, I'd enjoy it, but it, it, it's not the thing that really, really makes me feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And so 
One thing I do actually with clients who are in this position is I do a 360 survey Mm. and um, you're nodding, maybe like you've done those before. And I find that that opens up a lot of, not just a lot of information and answers, but doors. Mm -hmm. So when I started in the coaching, um, I was blessed to have people telling me some great things about me, which helped me to position to like be where, okay, what do people need? And I just followed that. So I actually did a challenge in the beginning. I love challenges. I think it comes from my sports background, played rugby, soccer, and all the other sports basically. And it's the challenge piece that I resonate with as a value. So I took on a challenge of 30 coaching sessions in 30 days. And I just threw myself in and it was a process goal of, I just need to do these and do them well. And it's not about getting a client, but you know, I ended up getting 12 out of 32 clients. Mm. And the thing that I was doing, so I just followed what I resonated in. And then I looked for the response. Mm -hmm. So of those 12, what was there? What was it they were wanting? I even asked them, why did you hire me? Why do you want to work with me? What is, what do you need from me? So I was letting other people kind of guide. And as long as that stayed in alignment with me, that worked. And so that's happened continuously over and over and over again, even just about three weeks ago, I think it was, I was in Vegas for one of my masterminds. Uh, as a, a participant, I get to receive. It's amazing. I have multiple coaches for multiple things. And people were so excited about my two VAs that I have in the Philippines. And what do you delegate to them? How do you maximize the time? How are you consistent? And I, and over dinner, I was just pouring out this information. And Michelle, who we both know, sat across the table and she just smiled at me. And I was like, oh, I'm in residence right now. Yeah. I'm in energy. And so whoever is out there that's listening to this, that's like, well, I don't know. Well, what brings you the energy? And when you talk about it or you do it, it's you're so passionate about it and other people are noticing. And so what did I do on the plane ride home? I created a program on how to via uh, VA made simple, how to hire and delegate and train your VA. Right. right. Start next week. Yeah, because it's like, but that in and of itself is like such a thing, right? Because it's not only like, I always tell people it's that thing that just won't let you go, right? Like it's that, like you can try and say, oh yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. And, but then like, you know, a week, a month, six months, 12 months, whatever it is, it comes back. Yeah. And you're like, fine. It just needs to get in the world because it's not going to let me go. It's that, that piece. And then you're looking for that, that proof of people who are coming to you, asking you, Yes. different things because you can solve a particular problem but the the what I'm hearing you say which is sort of probably one of your secret secret sauces to being successful is you actually take action right like you yeah. take action like oh this is something that people are asking about this is something I'm passionate about I'm going to go ahead and do the thing that gets it out into the world and I love yes. that because I think that's the that's the piece that you know, if you have the confidence to move forward and you have that sort of thing in your, in your energy that just won't go away, then the next step is take action. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to take action. You have to get it to the world for the people who want it. And then you worry about where it's going to go. You worry about all the things later, Yes, but it just like energetically has to get out. So that's awesome. Thanks for saying that. Cause that also reminds me of like the three phases that I work with my clients are on our clarity, confidence, and action. Yes. Cause when you're super clear about what it is and you, 
you can't really figure that out on your own. You can, but it's not going to be as vivid. And it comes back to the Les Brown quote. When you're in the frame, you can't see the picture, right? You need someone else to help you. And so that's where you would come in in the course creation, right? You need someone else to help you with that. So the clarity piece, and then it's the confidence, the confidence to go get it. And if you don't have it yourself, go hire someone who will have confidence in you. That's always what I did with everything I've been part of. And then the action is the tangible action, the breaking it down into manageable pieces. And like you said, just say yes, just say yes, and then figure it out later. And it, and it doesn't, it's that whole, what the imperfect action, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when uh, back in, I think it was 2013, I was back into networking after having my daughter, she was, you know, one, and I was actually able to start networking again, because I didn't need to nurse and be near her and all this. And I got back to networking. And I was like, this sucks. Mm -hmm. This is such surface level networking. Hi, I'm so and so here's my card buy from me. And I was like, this is BS. Like, and I thought, And so this is the other piece. One piece is resonance where you're pulled and the energy is positive, but look for where you get pissed off and annoyed Mm -hmm. because that is dishonoring one of your values. And then you want to be in a profession where you can honor it. And so I was like, I like deeper connections. I like fostering conversations and true relationships. So I'm laying in bed 2am at night and then I went, so I'm am I going to complain about this or am I going to do something about it? Mm-hmm. And so the next day I started the dynamic women community mm-hmm. and, you know, I wanted it to be one location, just everybody comes together and, and just to be committed, pay $10 for the year. And then I let it go. And then I got scared because nobody was signing up. Mm-hmm. And then I thought is $10 for the year too much. Oh my, should have made it five. I should have made it free. Oh, what did I do? I didn't realize that meetup didn't put out your group until 24 hours later. <laughs> and then, you know, within a few months, we had a wait list for mm-hmm. the events. And then I had someone say, will you open one in my city? Will you open one in my venue? Will you, will you, will you? Yes, 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 yes. Eight locations. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you would have waited until everything was perfect and you knew you had enough people to go in, you never would have done it. You never would have gotten the momentum. Exactly. So yeah, that's awesome. Now I did have to pause and say, um, I think this has just become a business rather than a passion project. (laughs) And I think I need to lay a business foundation and strategy in this. And so I went back to my business advisor and we put a plan together and yes, we were charging membership and yes, there was an investment to be part of it, but the value was still amazing. Right. Um, So it's that whole, just say yes, follow the resonance or see where you have the dissonance, the lack of energy. And you're like, whoa, and run away from that very far. And then just take that imperfect action to start. Or hire people to make it happen for you. Right. You don't have to be an expert at making a book or a course or um, any piece, really. You can hire all the people to do it for you. Mm -hmm. And if you think, well, I don't have the money. Well, you just have to figure out what's the investment to then what I will get in return. Yeah. And, you know, I've had sometimes I put investment down and it didn't end up panning out. But I learned so much that the next time I did something else, it did work well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So smart. That's awesome. All right. I'm going to go back to, um, kind of you and your expertise, because I think that it's, um, it's such a powerful piece for anyone who's, who's continues to struggle with this. So just so you know, I actually also, um, ha- was told my entire life that I should be a teacher because 
I'm super passionate also about developing people, but about helping them get results that change their lives. And so for me, that that's always been, you know, kind of my piece is I, I maximize and I'm able to help people go from where they are to where they want to go and, and all of that. Yes. But, but naturally, and I was a kid, you know, it's like, oh, well, you're really good, you know, with that, you're really good with kids, you should be a teacher. And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I guess, guess that's I what will. I'll do, right? Like, okay. well, there weren't many options either, right? right? right. Well, and, you know, I was, so I was going to be a pediatrician or a teacher and, you oh. know, I wanted to do other things in college, sure. which is a whole nother story. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I want to, like, I want to go abroad. I want to do other things. So I, I didn't have time for medicine. So teacher, you know, was the thing, but what, what, what's so fascinating about that and, and you touched on this is like, well, I wanted to be a teacher and this other thing um, is that, you know, we're, we're taught, like, it's just being a teacher, right? Like there, it's just yeah. the one profession, yeah. but the thing that I always um, help people see is like, even if teaching is your thing, there are a million things around teaching that have nothing to do with actually like being in a classroom, teaching a, a, a bunch of kids. Yeah or even adults. And, yeah. um, and so when you're looking at, you know, what you feel like you're good at and what your profession will be when you're getting started, sometimes it's looking around. Like if you love dance, doesn't mean you have to be a dancer, like look around and see all the possibilities of things around dance. That's your passion that you may bring out to the world to solve problems for people to show up and, you know, promote or do different things around it. And so I love the fact that like you sort of recognized right away that like there were different sort of um, legs to yes. the one thing. And that serves us so well when we look at like, because within your expertise, as an expert, you're not actually like giving everyone your entire expertise. You're picking sort of a problem or one thing that you can help within your expertise. And that's what yes. you bring out to the world which then can lead to different things. And so I love that in your journey that you were able to do that um, mm -hmm. and then bring that forward. And then, so like, talk to me, like, so you, you did that, you, you had your job, which incidentally, um, I um, also, I quit my corporate job and um, started my business because, you know, that's what we do. And, um, and then I gave my company a month notice within that month. I found out I was pregnant. So oh. I not only birthed the business, but then I was yeah. birthing a child and I was like, yep. right, giddy up. Here we go. Right. Yep. So I love that about your story too, because I was like, oh yeah, I can resonate <laughs> with that. You have both at the same time that you're trying to like birth both of these, these things that, you know, sometimes are equally with equally as cranky, right. That you Yeah. Well, I had postpartum depression after both kids. Okay. And yeah. so someone who was leading a community and coaching people and speaking on stages and in the spotlight and podcasts, like all these different things. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I realized how like emotionally draining it was. I had right. to like, hi, I'm here. Yeah. Even though there was a part of me that was like, wait a second, where am I? Mm. I'm not myself. I don't feel like myself. Yeah. Um, so that's, that, that was a hard time. Mm -hmm. But if, because I was in so much resonance with my coaching and the training and the speaking, it, it was fine. Mm -hmm. right? I had my moments, but I could be, I could be on in a natural way. Mm 
mm-hmm. in those moments and they fueled me, which is what yeah, I, I was going to say. It probably helped pull you forward. It did. Yeah. It did. Because you know, the same- it gave you that energy that you could do it. Very true. Very yeah. true. And people can sense that and feel that. And it, even when times like in my church, there's a women's group and I go and I just go to receive. I'm like, I'm not leading this. I'm not facilitating. I'm not speaking. I'm not doing what I do. I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to learn and I'm going to connect with people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Even as much as I did that, they still saw. Right. In, right. And they still asked me to lead. And the same with my CAPS chapter, Canadian Association of Professional Speakers. Diane, will you be on the board? They saw that. So even when you try to hide your natural gifts, yeah. they still come out. They still come out. <laughs> and then it's your job to do something with them, right? It so is. that's awesome. Okay. So so um what give me something really tangible and tactical for my people. Like what is the yes. number one tip or or trick or or just something that's helped you as you've gone down this journey. So whether it was, you know, it, it, writing your book or coaching or yeah. your programs, like what's, what's like a really solid, like thing that guides you or, you know, kind of made a difference for you in your um, journey. Yes. Um, and I also want to share that book story. I uh, hope we are going to have time for that. Yes. Uh, I'll yes. be quick with this one. I'll give you three very quick points, things that I've learned over the years. Um, one is make sure, well, in, in the way I do it, where I'm actually part of the program as well, I get paid in advance of creating any program. Mm. So I, in doing that, you see that there is a need, a desire and a want, and people are willing to invest, not just like, oh yeah, I'll pay that. I want that, but they'll actually put their money down. So mm-hmm. I always get paid in advance. And I, as long as I'm a week ahead of them, mm-hmm. it's good. Cause I've content, I can content create and I can curriculum develop and it's all good. Uh, yeah. Second piece is make sure when you're recording it, that it's evergreen. Mm-hmm. So I've had people before who, you know, in the background, there's like a Christmas tree or something. And, and that feels weird if the person is taking the course in the summer. Also mm-hmm. don't mention dates, don't mention any of these things as you're recording so that you can continue to use them. Even if you don't think you'll keep using it, you never know. Mm-hmm. And the last piece is <clears throat> repurpose your content. So maybe you have a really amazing book because you're a writer. Can that book be turned into a program? Maybe you have an amazing program. Can that program be turned into a kind of a coaching group? Can it be turned into a webinar? Can it be turned into a stage talk that you're paid for? So just be looking for, rather than create new, 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 new from scratch, can you just take what you have, repurpose it and give it in a new way? Because some people prefer to read a book. You know, for my program, I love that I have a book because not everyone can afford one-on-one coaching or a group program but people can, you know, afford a $20 book. Mm-hmm. So it, it allows customers to come in at different price points to get to know you. And then maybe they'll invest in, in a higher price point course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so powerful. So, so what you're saying though, is that the content doesn't need to be different. It's just different no. ways people can consume the same content. So Cause that's really powerful in, in even just thinking about that, because I think you're right. Like most people have this sort of bias that everything has to be new and unique however they're doing it and it actually isn't no and it was funny because I I took a program or I went to like a a two or three day 
you know, event with someone, and then they were going to offer their next uh, coaching program. And then a little while later, or when they were presenting the material, I was like, Hey, this was part of your 30 day lead magnet. Uh, Some of this stuff's repeated. And then we were, I bought a book from her and I was like, Hey, this is (laughs) right. However, when you look at it from a teaching or curriculum development standpoint, if you really want things to sink in, repetition is key. And so it is important that people see it, hear it, read it, experience it. And so I I just did what she did when I was like, yep. And we do tweak it, right? We do tweak it in the way it's being presented. Mm -hmm. However, it is, yes, the same content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So that's going to lead to your story, I think. Right. Yes. So yes. Tell us about how you made this happen, because I think your story is so compelling in the sense that not only is it possible, but it doesn't have to be so like over Perfect. over the top that you feel like you can't ever do it. Right. Like yes. I think so people just get so overwhelmed with like all the things. So walk, walk us through how you did it. Yeah. So one of, with one of my courses, it kind of came um, by surprise. So I was talking with someone about speaking at their event down in Washington, and it was a women's conference with 350 people, <clears throat> my ideal target market. I really wanted to be there. And they're like, you're perfect. And we really want you to come down. And I was like, okay, great. And um, what's your fee? And this is my fee. And then we'll pay your flights and your accommodation and all this. And I'm like, amazing. And then in my head, the little voice said, Diane, you, you don't have a visa to get paid to speak in the States right now. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm on the phone. With them. So I was like, actually change of plans. How about this instead? How about you buy 350 copies of my book and we'll do the Oprah moment, whether you get a book and you get a book and you get a book. And then I will come and speak for free. And they were like, what? That's absolutely amazing. And I was like, yeah, but that'd be awesome. You know? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Just what's the link so that we can go and buy your book right now. And I said, just hold off. Cause we're re-editing it and we're going to put it back on and then I'll give you the link. And they're like, okay, great. And so I hang up the phone and then I go, yeah. Oh, I crap. and I, yeah. And I pick up the phone <clears throat> to our mutual friend, uh, Michelle. And I said, Michelle, I have to write a book. And she's like, what? And I told her the story. She's like, you're crazy. When do, you, when do you need it by? I said, they need it in their hands in 90 days. And so I, I, I reached out to her because she's one, my, one of my like business besties where we support each other. So I then emailed my list because I thought I'm not going to be able to just write a book. I'm a, an, an auditory. I speak. I, I can speak a book. Yeah. But even better, I'm going to train a book. Right. So I put a a five week program together on the nine pillars of being a dynamic woman. I emailed my list and you know what everybody likes to do? Oh, it's beta do beta. No, I didn't do beta. I said, here's my program to my list. Who wants to come on board? And you'll also be mentioned in the book. Who wants to be part of that? And I sold 25 spots. We started like the next week. I was only ever like a week ahead of them. Right. And as, and as they would come onto the call, they'd say, wow, Diane, like you were saying that maybe it's time to recommit. Like, how did you know that? Because I heard them say it about an hour before I recorded the next 
piece of the course. So mm. we did that, then had it all transcribed. I worked with people on Upwork at the time um, to edit it, to format it, to design the cover. And Dynamic You, the nine pillars of being a dynamic woman was created. I showed up there. I saw my book for the very first time in the hotel room because we had to get it shipped directly to them. There was no time for me to look at it. Yeah. And, and the book is here and the course is still going. And, you know, one tip that I did here was because I was like, oh my gosh, I need more time. I need to put more in. And she said, Diane, it's not going to be perfect, but this is edition number one. And there are mistakes in the book and there are things I want to add to the course, but you know, that was back in, I think 2017, I haven't updated any of it mm -hmm. because the power of the program is still there. Mm -hmm. And I and just, you're still it. selling it and people are still getting a lot out of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And this is the book because I'm really passionate about, um, uh, supporting women in shelters transition houses. Cause I believe that we're all one decision that we've made or someone else has made for us that puts us in that space. And so I'm so blessed to, to be in a loving marriage that I gift this book to women as for, as they're leaving the shelter, that mm, they can have something amazing. because the women who said yes to being part of that initial course before it was even made, their bios are in the book because the group coaching sessions that we had, I grabbed their comments with permission, of course, but as you read the book, you get to see, oh, wow, I'm not alone. I have these other people that went through the course and that this is what they're saying. And I have the same problem. Mm. So it was kind of a, it was a funny, a funny situation. Um, but it happened because I just thought on my feet and I pulled in support to help me. And I just did what I could in the time I had. Mm -hmm. Yep. The power of a deadline, <laughs> right? Like exactly. Well, I sat days, on the, you got to get it out there into the world. And I sat on the book for a year because every time I was interviewed or brought on stage or at the dynamic women events, people are like, what is a dynamic woman? Mm. And I'm, and I would explain it. And they're like, how do we become one? Cause you're so dynamic, Diane, but how do we become one too? And I'm like, well, you are. But yeah. then I was like, I need a playbook. Right. Right. But I sat on it for a year. Yeah. And it wasn't going to leave you alone. You had to get it out in the world. So well, put that deadline in. Okay, everybody, you need to go and rewind and listen to what she just said like five times because <laughs> that, my friends, is the way that you get in this game is to set a deadline, even if it doesn't feel realistic, and then dive in and do it, even if it's not going to be perfect because the, to your point, there's version one, two, three, four. You could keep yep. going, but you can't edit anything that doesn't exist. True. Right. Like you can't finish anything that that doesn't exist yet. So get sure. it out there. Worry about perfection later. I, I love that. You just give me chills because like that's ultimately what we all want to do. And it's those that take action and those that like are OK calling for help and just taking yep. perfect action that gets you on the road to where yep. you want to go. So I see that you have multiple books now. How, did yes. you follow that same structure for the rest of the books that you've <laughs> um, So we have the Dynamic Women's Secret Series. There's uh, the first book was Success Secrets, then Confidence Secrets. And then uh, we're doing this year, Trailblazer Secrets. And this is a collaborative book with other clients, with clients of mine, colleagues, women I've met, because what I found was they have so many great stories mm -hmm. and so many great secrets 
but they're not being heard. Mm-hmm. And so just like the kids sitting next to me, it was like, it was, it's my goal to pull that out of them. Everyone's brilliant. They just maybe don't see it. And so this way I can pull it out of them. I can help them to become a published author or an, an author again. Um, and then when I go and speak on stages, I tell their stories. I share mm-hmm. about them because it's not all about me. It's about everyone in the audience seeing someone that is like them. And so the stories in here um, really can inspire them. And then I, I sell the books at the, at the end of the event. And then the stories of these women get spread out, right? Because their contact is in there as well. So that's kind of that piece of, of it. I've been in four of other people's books because I love collaborating. Um, and, and then we put out the Dynamic Year Journal um, about, a, about a year ago. Yeah. So Very it's eight, cool. eight or that's, nine books now. That's amazing. I love it. All <laughs> right, cool. So because we're talking about um, your books, uh, let my audience know how can they connect with your books, with you, with all the things that you have to offer. Yeah. So they can go to my website, www.dianerolston.com. And that's a really easy way. There's a shop there. You can get a t-shirt, mugs, different things. It's all on there or Amazon. If you prefer for um, some of the books are on Amazon. Um, yeah, that's kind of all the stuff's on there. Uh, if you're interested in the dynamic women community, um, I encourage you to, uh, you can just Google dynamic women and Diane and, and find the, um, the website, or you can go to on Facebook. We do have an online community, uh, where I come in there live and I share tips and techniques on really moving your, your life and your business forward. Uh, and it's a great, a great community of women that are in there as well. Actually, one cool thing that I've just put out because I really am specializing in working with and coaching female business leaders. And so the number, one of the number one complaints is we're overworked, we're overwhelmed, we're pulled in a million directions. So I actually put together a balanced leader cheat sheet because mm-hmm. they're like, where do I focus? What do I do? I don't know. Right. And so this is what I found in, in researching and interviewing successful women, also with working with a lot of successful women and then things that I do. Um, it's the 21 areas. And this is not like, oh, great. I have 21 things to do. Nope. We're going to figure out the top three or four that you want to focus on maybe in the next six months that are really going to help you to be more balanced. And the, the cool thing with that is I actually when you go through, you'll see that I'm actually offering to go through it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I encourage everyone to do that because it helps you to get the reasoning behind why you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the people that took it said, oh, it's like the dust has been cleared. And now I know that these three things are the things that will have the most impact if I focus on them. Yeah. So awesome. Cool. Well, we will put all of those in the show notes for sure. Thank you, thank all right. You. Just to wrap us up today. Um, I always ask my guests, what's the number one book or resource that really changed the way that you operate, the way that you build your business, or really just have found your passion? Like, what is that like one book that, that you would recommend to the group? Yeah. The one book that actually gave me the biggest slap in the face was E-Myth, E-Myth Revisited. The idea that Yes, you may be good at what you do as the technician, but you also need to be the manager and the CEO. And you want us to build that business. You want to spend more time in the CEO. And I was like, oh, I'm just trying to coach and speak all the time, but I'm not doing anything to move my business forward. So I really encourage that people read that book, even just to get that model, that piece to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yep, that's, a, that's a great one. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because we all start as technicians, as experts. And then in order to actually grow the business, we have to move into a different role. So yeah, that's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Diane, it was a pleasure to have yes. you on the show today. Thank so you so good. much for joining us. And everyone, go make sure you go check out her um, information, her books, which look fabulous back there. Um, and, um, and you know, enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to jump on at the end of this episode to let you know about a special event that we are hosting in August. It's August 1st through the 5th. It's called Gamify My Course Camp. Not only are we having a camp theme, meaning you're going to be doing tug of war and an obstacle course, a scavenger hunt, all sorts of things, but we're really going to spend some time focused on your course, adding participation and ways to engage your learners in your course so they finish. Because I don't know about you, but so often people come to me and the biggest challenge that they have is that people aren't staying. They're not finishing their courses. They're not ascending to their new offers. It's almost like they're bringing them in and they have a leaky bucket because they're going right back out. So if that is you, if you are interested in taking your online course or program to the next level, please come and join us. It'll be again, August 1st through the 5th, Gamify My Course Camp. You can find that at taraelbryan.com forward slash Gamify. Hope to see you there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. The best thing you can do is to take action on an idea or tip that resonated with you. To help you take action, I have a free gift for you that you can download in the show notes. During each episode, we publish an action plan worksheet and other helpful takeaways from our speakers in the Course Building Secrets Creators Lab. To register for free, click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy. Hey, everybody wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp, which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp, other people get to go to camp, so I think over the summer we should all go to camp as well. All right, so we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 20. 23 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us. In the show notes, there should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.